Welcome to the podcast, Low Code Talks with Creatio. I'm your host, Andy Zambito, CSO Americas at Creatio. And today, Eric Hale, Head of Sales Enablement at Creatio, will talk with our trusted partners about addressing the common challenges faced with digital transformation experiences around the globe. So, Eric, the floor is yours. Please introduce our guests. Today, folks, I'm being joined by uh, Yoav Samir. Yoav is the uh, Global Head of Digital Partnerships at, uh, at Amdocs, has a tremendous amount of experience, so uh, always a pleasure to have you here, uh, Yoav. Uh, also joined by uh, Tolga Artan. Tolga is the chairman of Lucky Eye, joining us from Istanbul. So uh, we're, we've got a vast audience here today covering uh, all areas of the globe. And last, but certainly not least, is uh, Basil Malik. And Basil, he is our CRM practice leader at Blytheco, uh, our dear partner in, in the U.S. So uh, welcome, Basil. Thank you. Lovely. All right. Excellent. So we'll go ahead. You guys ready for this discussion? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Really talking about the benefits of digital transformation, having a strong strategy is, is very important. But also, you know, on the flip side of that, we understand that there's going to be challenges along the way, you know, whether those challenges are, you know, related to budget, related to capability, related to personnel. We know that there's going to be challenges along the way. And, um, you know, what we were hoping to discuss with the team here is what are those challenges and how are we overcoming them in different parts of the globe? So we've kind of prepared a couple of questions here to get the conversation started. You know, why don't we start with uh, with Basil on this one? What do you think are the challenges surrounding digital transformation today as you see them when you're dealing with your clients? Honestly, it's more around the topic of the actual concept of digital transformation at a very high level. If you look at digital transformation in, in some areas, people are treating it almost like it's a, a cute buzzword. So they're not approaching it with the necessary reverence that they need to. So they're they're approaching it thinking that it's going to be this simple thing, when in reality, it is truly taking many aspects, if not all aspects of what you're doing as an organization, and then applying some sort of pivot or hard, hard change to what the, the status quo is. Yeah, I, I think that that's a, a fair statement. Guys, what do you think? Yoav? So first of all, digital transformation, is, it's just hard. Right, it's very complex. It's not natural, especially for companies that what we call that are not digital natives. So not companies like Amazon or Uber, right? So most companies in the world are not digital native companies. So it's hard for them. Second, it's it's crossing many different areas. It's touching people, it's touching culture, uh, the business, the way you run your business, processes and technology. And the last thing is it's it's very big. And if you try to approach it in a traditional waterfall or long-term planning approach, which most organizations do because it's so complex, by the time you're done planning, you need to replan. So there's no way to do it in one chunk. You need to do it almost like an agile development, although it has such a cross-organization impact. So as I said, it's very hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and people yeah. typically don't like change either. Like that that's one of the biggest challenges that we see too on top of what you just said, Yoav, is people don't want to disrupt their business. They're so paralyzed and they're afraid they've heard the horror stories of people going on this digital transformation journey and it 
turning out to be a complete disaster because they were ill-prepared or they, they didn't approach it with that necessary level of planning associated with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is a strategy, right? And it's an evolving strategy. It's not something that's a one and done type of thing. It's something that needs to be uh, evolving. Uh, so Tolga, in your area, what are you seeing as, um, you know, those biggest challenges, like, you know, as you're supporting your customer? I think the biggest challenge is coming from the management team, I believe, because their support is very important with, with this vision. And if they have the vision of transforming their businesses, then it goes easier. And it's a long, as you mentioned, it's a long run. They have to understand this is a long run and we will support it anyway. Whether we have some obstacles during this journey, our support should continue. And also, uh, in some cases, we are facing like the concept uh, between the age brackets of the employees. The more we, we face with the young people, they are more open to change and they, they want to change the organization. They want to change everything. But in some cases, there should be a balance where the organization needs to find I think this is, this is These type of challenges are the uh, most important parts we are facing here in, in our country. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so that it, it brings up a good point. Like, so we're hearing a theme, right? It's a, you know, it's a strategy. It's, uh, it's something that needs to be given um, its, uh, its due attention throughout the entire process. Uh, so I, I'd be interested in finding out, guys, like, why do, why do digital uh, transformation initiatives fail then? Uh, we see so many companies that may start to go down a path and then, uh, you know, end up failing. Uh, what do you see as those biggest contributors to that? Um, you know, obviously strategy, but are there other contributing factors uh, to to why digital initiatives fail? Mm-hmm. What I've definitely seen is is a hesitancy that's kind of causing people to try and live in both worlds. They want digital transformation, but they also don't want change. So they're mm-hmm. trying their best to consistently use the tools of the past while the rest of the company is trying to drive strategy transformation tools and enablement going forward but they're so stuck on what they what they have and what they're used to that they don't want to give it up for fear of what could ultimately be even a better solution for them long term absolutely so in in terms so we see you know strategy culture fear what else what what else uh, tolga what are, what are you seeing what other contributing factors I think openness is also uh, something that we have to bring on the table because the people inside the organization or or the partners inside the uh, organization should understand the value and uh, all the processes clearly to go through this change, I think, because the more it's open, the more it's understandable and people can get used to uh, this idea of change easily, I believe. Mm-hmm. And Yoav, from from your perspective, um, you know, so we know that there's challenges and we know that there could be fear, there could be culture problems, there could be challenging the status quo, right, Uh, to Basil's point earlier. Based on, you know, seeing those challenges, um, you know, let's look at it from the flip side. We're always trying to weigh the pros and cons of things. What are the what are the drivers then for digital transformation? You know, what are those drivers that are leading people to? Take a look at those challenges and, uh, you know, say the, the benefits outweigh the, uh, the challenge. Well, I think that, first of all, it, it, you, you can see the driver of transformation are 
everyone you deal with, right? It's your customers, it's your employees, partners, or vendors. Everyone has an expectation today for an organization, a company, whether they work there, whether you know, they buy from it or they serve it to be more digital because A, and, and Tolga referred to it earlier, is the new generation of users. So whether I'm a user as an employee or user as a customer, I expect the experience that the organization provides or the system that I interact with to be just like anything else I do, whether it's an Uber on my phone or an Amazon or a Netflix, right? So most of the people, not only the ones that are coming into the workforce right now, but you know, the millennials that are now you know, in the mid-management or going into upper management, they aren't born into a digital world. They were born, as they say, with, with a device in their hand, right? So that's one. Now, and, and the standard, by the way, is those di- digital native companies. We said most companies are not. But setting the standards are the Netflix, the Ubers, the Amazons, right? So it's a new standard that's been set as a standard of service. And even your vendors or your partners expect to interact with you uh, in a digital manner, right? So that's that. And and that was, by the way, pre-COVID. Now, if you look at the past year and a half, that has been significantly accelerated and everything that that we or some leadership in different roles were saying, well, that's not possible. You can't work 100% remote. It it will never work, right? Mm -hmm. Or we cannot do call center fully distributed because you have to be in the call center. Well, guess what? It It all happened. So in order to do that, digital transformation or user digital tools have been a necessity and you did, it's, it was do or die. Now that we've gone there, there's no way back. So mm-hmm. all of those trends have been significantly accelerated and you, you can't turn back the wheel. No one will get the no. So this transformation has started even if we didn't plan on it. Now it's, a, you know, it's we're in the landslide, right? You got to mm-hmm. control it somehow. Mm-hmm. Well, and then to your point, Yoav, you know, you're, you're talking about pre-COVID versus, you know, where we're at today. And another thing that's also driving change and, and the need for digital transformation beyond COVID is also competition. And whether or not you're going to be reactive or proactive in the competition, do you wait to hear what a competitor is doing before you take action? Or do you want to be the leader in your given industry? And then based off of that strategy, that planning, that initiative that you have, that can kind of set the precedent for how you even approach digital transformation. COVID basically exacerbated that need across all industries because now people that didn't embrace digital transformation prior to COVID are are seeing the ramifications of that. You know, sure, there's a lot of success, but if you look at adapting prior to, how much more magnified or amplified could that success have been? And I think that's also what's driving a lot of the the change and the need behind digital transformation as well. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's, uh, yeah, you bring up a good point, Basil. When, when we look at competition, you know, it, it's, it's not only are we going to stay ahead with them or keep up, it's a matter of survival at this point. If you look to like financial services industry, um, you know, you have fintech, 
that's coming out, just offering all kinds of services, um, you know, to uh, Tolga's and, and Yoab's point earlier, right? It's, it's millennial now, right? It's, you've got a younger user, digital first users that want that experience. And, um, you know, those fintech organizations are starting to chip away from those big banks, bringing customers over. So now those big banks are focused to become more uh, technology-driven organizations throughout, um, you know, throughout their industry. So, yeah, I mean, in, in it's, uh, and it's not only to stay ahead, but you also have to keep up because it's constantly evolving. It's constantly new applications coming out, new capabilities. Um, so you constantly have to evolve. Uh, why don't we go into uh, the second part of our discussion, guys, and let's talk a little bit about culture. Uh, so how do we build a culture that embraces, you know, a digital transformation strategy? So uh, I guess I'll, I'll start with uh, Tolga on this one. So Tolga, how can you uh, develop that culture within organizations so that they're digital ready? Right. How do you make them in? Well, how do we not make them, but how do we encourage them or show them the way to digital transformation? You know, how do you develop that culture? I think uh, it's all about aligning people through the goals of digital transformation. And uh, it's not as easy task as you are and as it has mentioned before. But uh, the thing here is, uh, I think, as management support brings people feel uh, more open and autonomous about what they are doing and what they want to do and uh, what the other people are expecting from them, especially the customers or the suppliers or the partners. So bringing value for, for each of these type of people will uh, be driving the uh, employees inside the organization to keep them happy, I believe. And the more uh, happy they are, the more value they are bringing on the table. table. And this is very important for the uh, digital transformation process, I believe. I think also they want to understand what type of impact they should be bringing on the table. And this type of measuring the process or understanding the impact of what they are doing is also very important to make them believe the vision or to make them believe the idea. Uh, and also, uh, I think uh, aligning the Different requirements of people uh, is also very important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. that, that that's a, an excellent statement that you just made there, Tolga. Like, so when we look at digital transformation, it always has to be tied back to what benefit that's going to have. Uh, that's one thing that I've seen as I talk to customers, right? It, you know, they start to look at a strategy and, uh, you know, it's almost like it's a, a list of nice to haves or a, a list of things that, you know, capabilities that we wish we had on our list. But if we're not tying those back to actual business benefits, it's going to be hard for uh, an organization to kind of kind of embrace that um, unilaterally across the board. Uh, so that's mm -hmm. a that's an excellent point. As as a company that that is working in telecommunication for 30 years, and that's and telecommunication has been known as an industry that on the one hand is on the front of technology, on the other hand, takes a lot of time to get things done because it's very complex and a lot of legacies involved and so on and so forth. We and our customers in the past used to drop things into production or new features or new you know, run programs on a resolution of one to three years and drop things into production like major major production once in a quarter or, or more, right? 
In the past few years, in support of digital transformation that we're doing all around the world with all of our customers, now we're doing iteration and drop it into production almost on a weekly basis. Mm. Okay? So that, that's the reason. Now I'm not talking about, you know, re, rebuilding the storefront, right? But on gradually, you need, you need, you need to chip at it, right? Actually, it's a marathon with a moving target. So you need to continue mm. to chip at it and drop things in production or do changes on a weekly and, and monthly basis and Try, it's like, it's a startup mentality, right? You need to try, get the feedback, adapt, fail, and, and go with the flow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, you're also speaking to the resource of people. If you're going to have success with any level of digital transformation within your culture, within the DNA of the company, you need to have that buy-in from the people that ultimately are going to be on the other side of that digital transformation. You know, one thing that, that Tolga mentioned earlier was the idea of, of culture and having to be from the top down. And, and that's, that's a start. The other thing is the messaging to the people within the organization and ensuring that they understand that we're not going to take the company as it exists today with all the success that we've had in the past and we're going to drastically change it. No, we're going to look at digital tools that create enablement across the entirety of our organization. We're not going to take this thing, a square peg, and shave it to fit into a round hole. We're going to adjust the hole so that the peg fits properly. That way you're not risking skewing the culture that has led to your company's success to date. Mm-hmm. And, and it goes back, by the way, to your question you asked earlier, Eric, about uh, how do you adapt or how do you build the organization, right? So part of it, as Tolga said, and, and, and you said also is, you need to support, you need top management, top down with the vision, right? And make sure it fits to the existing organization. The second is you need to instill a startup mentality, even if it's a big organization, a Fortune 500, Fortune 100, right? You need to instill a startup mentality, some of it by taking, by incentivizing, not only enable, but also incentivize your existing employees to to learn more, you know, whether it's technology, business, uh, um, customer experience, whatever it is, right? So you need to help your employees transform themselves so they can become a, a startup employee. And also what is theoretically easy, but actually it's not that easy, you can hire a startup-ready generations, right? Mm-hmm. On the one hand, you get them ready. On the other hand, it's a, sometimes it's very hard for an, a more conservative organization to brand itself in a way that they are, it's attractive to the younger generation because they want to go and work for the Ubers of the world and they don't want to deal with all the processes and the legacy system mm-hmm. that uh, I know, a, a traditional telco used to have, right? Let's put it this way. So they don't want to go there. So in order to attract those people, those generations, the millennials, you know, the, the Zs even soon, you need to make yourself attractive. You need to brand you, rebrand yourself, which actually is also a part of the digital transformation, right? Mm-hmm. That's actually a great, great point. We were starting to talk about kind of the, uh, the you know, the benefits and the, uh, you know, how do we how do we express the value of digital transformation? Well, that's that's a good point that we 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 kind of forget, right? We might forget 
the workforce that we have now it also wants to be empowered, right? And they want to work for organizations that are empowered with technology. So we have a couple of good questions that are just about this as well. So uh, I'll combine two together here because they kind of they kind of flow together. Tolga, Basil, Yoav, you can just jump in. But uh, the question is, uh, how do you measure the success of digital transformation initiatives? And then how do you understand what impact that's having on your organization? Uh, so how do you start measuring that? Like, what do you think are going to be um, those points today? And um, where do you see that, you know, going in the future? Like, will, will those, uh, will those uh, measurements change as we move forward? So guys, jump in. First, first one to the table. Who's going to be the lion? Who's going <laughs> <laughs> well, to... I'll, I'll jump in and just say that you know, typically when you're talking about measurement, that's all involved within the planning stage. I mean, you're not going to you're not going to start sprinting towards a finish line without knowing where the finish line is. So therefore, you should be able to have KPIs, things that are measurable in place. The, the strategy of it all comes into play as well. Planning and strategy, they go hand in hand. So if you're just taking off without any idea of where you're going, you're going to run a serpentine pattern and it's going to be the single most inefficient path that you'll take to go from where you are today to that end goal. And that end goal should always be to be moving and your measurement of that goal should also adapt as needed. Absolutely. Tolga, what do, what do you think? I, I see that you have a, a, a great point to make here. <laughs> I think there are some approaches uh, in our country and in Europe also about the digital readiness for, uh, for companies and organizations. There are some easy approaches, uh, people trying to understand how ready they are for such a transformation. But when I look at the coming 10 years, uh, this decade, I think trying to, while trying to measure it, it will be like a state of survival. Uh, because if you don't change, uh, then you cannot adapt yourself to your customers or your employees. So you have to create a journey. You have to create an experience for your employees and your customers so that you can survive. Uh, right now, um, in most of the co- countries, people are talking about how the uh, consumers are behaving or what are their considerations for purchasing after COVID or during COVID. And it changes so so rapidly. So lots of uh, things that we were talking before COVID has changed uh, considerably. And I think it it has helped us to accelerate everything. Speed becomes the most important part for any type of organization. If you are agile, if you can act on it, if you can measure it, then you may find some way of surviving within these 10 years, I believe. But mm-hmm. if you don't have these values or these type of um, uh, or, or organizational behaviors, then you may face difficulty in which market you, um, you are. It doesn't make any difference. So it can be in all, in all different sectors, but you have to understand how to change in, internally and externally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I would yeah. add to that that we said it, it's it's a lot of sprints, right? So when you want to run toward a destination like a KPI, optimally you would like to run toward the nearest point that can make the biggest impact, right? So very easy to say, very hard to do. But if you know what is the most the your biggest cost center, what's your biggest upside, 
And if you find a way to chip at it and make even small changes within that big KPI, that is your likely target. Now, what we've seen, at least in, in our industry, it's usually coming you know, around a few areas. First of all, it's customer, right? Whether it's acquisition or retention, which are you know, two very major cost and benefit impact to their communication and many service companies, right? So that's usually one very major KPI that we see. Then, of course, we have customer satisfaction and NPS or all of those acronyms that Know, that eventually measure how the customer likes the service, the, their propensity to churn or not, and so on and so forth, which comes to customer uh, lifetime value or customer value growth potential and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, there's cost, cost changes or affecting your cost structure if you can minimize that. So those are, the again, the typical suspects that you will see on, on the KPI list for digital transformation usually. Mm-hmm. I think that that's an important, uh, important fact. I like the way, uh, Basil, that you had said that, right? Like it's, 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 you have to, you have to establish a, a baseline, right? When you're looking at, um, how to measure the success of digital transformation, we have to create a, a baseline. And you know, to your point, uh, you know, looking at, KPIs, you got to decide what you want to track, right? It could be anything, right? Different things mean different things to organizations, but you have to decide what KPIs you're going to track, build that baseline, and that's how you're going to measure the success of digital transformation. Where was it before we started and where was it after we uh, completed this? And it's going to be iterative. You know, you're going to set new new goals, right? Every, uh, every you know, depending upon the industry, it could be weekly, could be quarterly, as we uh, saw in the... Uh, the poll, right? We're going to be setting those KPIs and uh, creating that baseline to the next stage within that particular journey. So um, great, uh, great discussion on that, guys. So for the audience, guys, when we're talking about challenges, maybe, you know, regionally, uh, you know, what do we say are, how can countries master uh, the d- digital transformation process across the globe? And, you know, and again, I know we're all uh, supporting global customers, but um, you know what are the recommended best practices uh, for people um, you know regionally? And why don't we start with uh, we'll start with Basil? What do you what do you see? Uh, honestly, the the recommended best practices know exactly why you're getting involved with the digital transformation because if you don't know the why, you're not going to be able to establish that baseline. A lot of customers that we work with. It, some of them really, customers don't know what they don't know. So we're really doing our best to educate them and be the stewards to leading them to success. And the first thing that we start off with is trying to understand where they're trying to get to. And if they can't answer that, then that's the first problem, the first barrier that we have to overcome. So if they don't have significant pain points that they're trying to identify, then how do you know what exactly you're setting out to accomplish? And then if you, you can't tell that, then that's where we have to start peeling back layers of the onion to truly figure out what's cost you X, Y, or Z across the various aspects of your organization. And then what exactly can technology do to alleviate these pain points? It all starts there. <laughs> Absolutely. Tolga, what, what are what are your thoughts? Uh, I totally agree, basically. It's a total understanding of what can you achieve at the beginning by starting the journey. But throughout the journey, there are lots of 
changes around the organization also. So uh, keeping uh, these cycles uh, in, in small steps with the long-term vision, is, it's, it's very important to achieve keeping all aligned with the organization and the other people around the organization. Uh, this is something very difficult to achieve, I believe. And also, I believe digital readiness of the country is also very important in this part uh, mm-hmm. because uh, changing an organization is not sufficient if you want to accelerate the operation. Uh, your dependencies should also be very connected with your ap- approach and with your activities so that you can the help of them. You can achieve lots of things. For example, in our country, e-commerce boomed huge during the COVID space, but with the help of the logistics companies and the totally digital integration between the e-commerce companies and the, these logistics companies became a, a, bring a huge role in this success. And there are lots of uh, new startups uh, grown in this area in the, in, in the country based on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Well, I think I'm getting the, uh, the two minute warning here, guys. Uh, so I'm going to leave uh, the final comment here to Yoav. So I'll try to keep it short, right? We're talking about best practices. <laughs> so on top of what my esteemed colleague already covered, I would say that, first of all, it's about IT enabling the business. So IT must provide the, the velocity for the business to do their thing by digital transformation, right? And then you have automation. Automation is a must in, in digital transformation. And count down to all the buzzwords we know, low-code, BPM, RPA, uh, your, your favorite, say, Eric, right? Everyone is a developer, right? So that, that's key. And it goes back to what we discussed earlier about organization reskilling, retooling, the startup mentality. If you enable that, so and everyone is a developer, so everyone feel like an entrepreneur and the business can do things with, without IT, which in the past was taboo, but now it's great because you need so many working hands, you're always short of staff. And that empower the people that that can attract the Gen Xs and the, the millennials and the Gen Zs we talked about. So it's all tied together, right? So that's, I would say, organizational velocity, automation, organization, enablement. Perfect. That just uh, put the exclamation point on everything. Yoav, that was amazing. Gentlemen, as always, such a pleasure having you guys. I hope that the audience uh, was able to gain some insight on how to overcome challenges associated with digital transformation. And for those of you not on that path yet, you've got uh, you've got three gentlemen on the call right here, as well as myself, that would be loving to talk to you sometime soon. Absolutely. So, gentlemen, thank you again. Gentlemen, thank you so much for this insightful discussion. To get more information about our products and services, please visit our website, creatio.com. And for more insights, check our digital event page and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Talk soon.